Hello and good afternoon, everybody. Thank you for joining us here today on the show. I'm coming to you live over the airways today from Georgia Highlands College, located in sunny Cartersville, Georgia. I'm here with my colleagues, Miguel, Tay, Kaylin, Maggie, and Joanne, and we're here to discuss with you the importance of packaging for shipment in the modern business landscape. Everybody knows that these days, it's not just about the products you order, but about the fancy packaging that those products come in. So when a, when a customer goes online and orders a product, they want that product to come to their door, not only in one piece, but in a packaging that can ensure that they get the full value out of their experience. So we're going to be joined here today by a special guest that's going to discuss some of the trials and tribulations that he's had with packaging to get shipments to the end consumer, as well as each of us is going to share some of our personal experiences with good or bad experiences that have determined whether or not we continue to shop with a company and maybe even become brand loyal or decide that we don't want to come back and give them our business solely based on our experience with the packaging of the product. So I'm going to pass it off to Miguel here, who's going to discuss with you an experience that he had with packaging that determined somewhat what his experience would be going forward with that company. We've all had good and bad experiences when it comes to receiving packages. I can recall one specific example when I ordered a motorcycle helmet from a smaller company. First of all, the package took over two weeks to get to my house, which is crazy when you think about the things that large companies like Amazon are able to do. They're able to have the package at your door within like two or three days from ordering, and the package is almost always intact. When I received the package, it looked like someone had ripped an entire chunk out of the box. Luckily, the item that I ordered was still intact, but it honestly turned me off from ever buying from that company again. On the other side of the spectrum, you have companies like Amazon that you can always expect would have good packaging. I've never had a bad experience when, when ordering off of Amazon in terms of packaging conditions. The packages always ensure that the item is not damaged, which is one of the main reasons why I continue to order from that company. Amazon has always been extremely reliable in regard to packaging. I realize that many products from Amazon might come from countries outside of the United States, which requires a good packaging system to carry the product such a long distance. Each time I have ordered from Amazon, the package or product has never been damaged. I also like that Amazon puts multiple products in the same package. I order a product from Amazon at least once a week and sometimes more. When I place orders within a few days of one another, the products will arrive in the same package, which is a huge convenience for me because I know that I will only have to deal with one package that I must open and sort through. The packages from Amazon always have the logo on the box, which is also great for me considering we have a camera on the doorbell that allows my family to see what packages are being delivered, and I know that when I see the logo, my package has arrived. I have had some really good experiences with my packages. I do a lot of online shopping, so I, I'm constantly getting packages in the mail, but I've never actually received a broken or damaged product. And the boxes are always packaged really nicely. As a consumer, I really appreciate it when companies have reliable shipping and packaging. It makes the overall experience nice. Surprisingly, my best packaging experiences come from Etsy. 
Etsy is a consumer to consumer business, so it's not coming from a warehouse where it's professionally packaged. It's coming from these shop owners and they really do a great job with packaging and shipping. No one wants to have a bad experience when it comes to packaging, but I received the bad experience. I can recollect a time where I ordered a pair of water speakers from eBay. The images on eBay showed these water speakers that looked appealing and I wanted them. They were at a good price too and it had a fast delivery day that only took a week to get to my house. When it came to my house, I was excited and ready to use these speakers. The box looked perfectly fine and the box that had the speakers in it. Although, when I opened the box that had the speakers, the speakers were damaged. I was so devastated, I couldn't believe it. One speaker was missing the whole bottom piece with the wire hanging out of it. Ever since that incident, I have not ordered a pair of speakers from eBay. Wow, everybody. I mean, honestly, it's pretty amazing to me to see how everybody's experiences can have such a vast impact on our buying behaviors and as well as returning to a single customer or just those packaging issues can cause so many problems that these companies really can't foresee. So I really appreciate you guys sharing your experiences and letting us get a little insight into your shopping and packaging experiences. With that being said, we're going to head to a quick commercial break. And when we get back, we're going to be just, we're going to have Joanne talk to you about our guest speaker who we'll be introducing and all the things he's going to talk about in pertinence to packaging as well as international and domestic logistics. Hi, my name is Nicole Letbetter, and I encourage you to explore our Bachelor of Business Administration degree in Logistics and Supply Chain Management. The BBA in Logistics and Supply Chain Management offers students the foundational knowledge and the practical skills that are essential for efficient logistics and supply chain operations. Some of the careers that students can have with this degree include procurement, distribution, maintenance, inventory management, and some of our most traditional business positions to include marketing, human resource management, finance, new product development, and customer service. The bachelor's degree does build on our associate degree in business administration, so students will first be required to go into the associate degree, complete 50 credit hours to include all of the prereq courses before applying to BBA. For more information, please visit bba.highlands.edu. Thank you. Hello everyone and welcome back to the show. Today we have a special guest joining us from Australia, Mr. Arjuna Kure. Mr. Arjuna works for an international logistics company and he is here to share about packaging with us. Good day to you all. My name is Arjuna Kure and I work for a company by the name of Savino Delbeni, a global freight forwarding company that has 291 global offices and I'm based in Australia in the Brisbane branch as a trade lane head and also the Australian pricing head for exports for Southeast Asia and Northeast Asia. Uh, I'll, I start, I'll, I'll start with the, um, the packing of how and when it started. Packing has begun with natural materials such as leaves years back and later done with products such as weave materials 
and pots. It is estimated that glass and wooden packing are being used for around 5,000 years. Somehow, in 1823, an Englishman by the name of Peter Durand obtained the patent for the first metal packing made from steel metal canister. And in 1900, paper and cardboard have become important packing materials. And then with the invention of plastics, it started replacing paper as a packing material. And at the same time, glass packing first began to be used in 1500 BC in Egypt. Glass first seen used as pots was being mixed with melted limestone, soda sand, silicate and shapes into glass packaging. And then we moved into the second step of why your packaging is important. Many will say that what's the importance of this? You need to understand that the packing is as important as the product itself. Just to let you know, great packing is especially significant for growing startups because it can have direct impact on sales and a company's overall appeal. For an example, it's so powerful because it tells consumer why your product and brands are different. As an example, if you see Apple and it's known for its clean, minimalistic packing. If you ever watched an unboxing video for any iPhone, you know people love Apple's packing. Packing can continue to influence company sales and it grows larger. And at the same time, poor packing can have an even more dramatic effect. To give an example, in Australia recently instituted the plain packing law for cigarettes. The government removed of packing branding rights aiming to discourage young people from smoking. Not only can Marlboro not use its logo, but it also can't use its typeface, the package covered with health warnings and graphics. Imagine that data smoking resulted in the biggest smoking decline Australia has seen in 20 years. As I said, packing is the most important thing as if the product is. And then I'll take you all to the factors of considering international packing. First thing is protection. In international packing, protection is the main key element. Avoid damage to your goods is the main purpose of exporting and packing. This is why one of the reasons that containers and pallets have been used as standard to avoid damages. And also security. You need to take steps to prevent goods being stolen. And then it comes from mode of transportation. This may influence your package, for example, bulk ocean shipments of liquids. Grain and oats don't need the packing. And goods transported by air generally need less protective packing than those shipments by sea. Cost. It's a false economy to try cut cost by using substandard packing, but it will have impacts. Same time, dangerous goods needs to be packed in a specific requirement that will be accepted by shipping lines, airlines. Food and perishables also be needed to be packed in a way that it will be protected during the voyage. There is no difference in packing when it becomes domestic transportation or international transportation. The mode of transportation can vary for large packages. If it is an extreme urgent large package, customers tend to take it by air freight by paying a massive cost. If not, they will still try to make it on sea freight, containerized or as bulk. And then it comes to maintaining the customer satisfaction and methods. 
using in packing. Keep your brand's message consistent. Your packaging text design and style should look similar to the text design and style displayed by your website, logo and communication. For example, if you are a motivational brand that sells products for extreme sportsmen, you can use power words, motivation words that would inspire and motivate the customer. You can also use bold designs that inspire strength and power. Keep your brand's message consistent across all channels. Aim to over deliver. That means over delivering means providing unexpected value for free. This can make customers appreciation, appreciate and follow your brand. At the same time, don't shy away from investing in your packing because that's the key element. As I said at the beginning, your product value, the value retains because of the packing. And also, surprise the customer now and then, sending some offers, vouchers, gifts. And then we can come back to see how can we use packing as a marketing tool. Number one, transforming into a creative game. Most businesses are aware of the importance of an innovative design. Many companies are coming up with unique games to create new packages. For instance, some cartons for milk comes with a unique pattern that can be cut out and converted into toys for some. Print valuable information, price creams, and also product recycling. How can a company work around the cost associated with packing? Packing the materials so that they don't get damaged during transport. Reduce direct material cost. Reduce the labor cost and look at the manufacturing production overheads. When transporting items through different climate conditions, how do companies combat the humid controls? We do have reefer containers now that can carry cargo under any humid control temperature measures. Frozen, non-frozen and also the temperature can be controlled. And at the same time you can use dry containers as well by putting in different moisture absorbent gel packs that will absorb the moisture in the containers. That will not affect the goods. I hope this will give you a, a standard knowledge of importance of packing and how it affects the industry and how it affects the customers. And also again, the, the packing values your product. Thank you. Wow, that was really insightful. It was really interesting to hear about the supply chain and logistics side of packaging and really all of the nuts and bolts work that goes into creating those products that are packaged and shipped to the end consumer. Because so much of this podcast, we've talked about the consumer side of the experience and that, that package arriving at your door, you opening up that box and being satisfied with the purchase that you've, you've made. However, sometimes we neglect to think about the work of hundreds, sometimes thousands of supply chain and manufacturing employees that have put in long, hard hours to create a product that all of that hard work can be undone simply by one to a hundred packages getting to a customer, damaged, not properly packaged, doesn't look like it was supposed to. All of that hard work is undone. So it really just goes to show you that packaging is essential to the success of any business. You can put in all the groundwork, do everything right, hire the right people, create the right product, but if that product isn't packaged, packaged and delivered in the proper way, that end consumer is gonna be just as dissatisfied as if you had done none of it at all. 
So with that being said, uh, we're going to wrap things up here today. I want to thank our special guests for dropping by today. Uh, I also want to give a special shout out to Menino for our, our music on this podcast. Uh, we appreciate that. And yeah, thank you for joining us on the podcast. We really appreciate it. And we hope to catch you back here sometime soon to talk some more about logistics and supply chain management and the different factors that go into the success of a business and the satisfaction of the end consumer. So thank you for joining us. Have a great day.